What's up, Secrets family? Welcome to the Secrets Are Killing Us podcast. Listen, we're vulnerable, we cry, we laugh. We're honest so that we can heal, be healed, and set free from all those internal secrets. And you know we all have them. That's really been killing us. Come on and vibe with us, y'all. Get into the conversation. What's up, Secrets family? Welcome back to another podcast episode of The Secrets Are Killing Us. We are joined together with my partner in crime, Mr. Chris Scott Jr., and we just wanted to have a check-in with everybody in reference to all that's going on with the coronavirus, also known as COV. Now, I think it's COV-19. We just want to check in with everybody, see how everybody's doing, and doing what we said we should do um, with friends. It's just checking in and see how everybody's doing and coping with normal life, but we have uh, something big that's going on, a national pandemic that's happening, and we want to just check in with each other and see how everything's going. So, Chris, what's up? You know it's COVID-19, right? Whatever it is. It's not COV. all together. (laughs) And they should have lowercase the O and the V, so it'd be (laughs) COVID opposed to COV-19, whatever. (laughs) When it's capital, that means it's a a letter. But I'm good. He just want to correct I'm, me, y'all. He always want to want to correct me and talk because about how it, it's I just it's you, honestly, you know. And I think the human mind is a fascinating thing. So the way you come up with things, <laughs> and I just I, sometimes you say things. And if you if we were in person, I squint so I can understand just a little bit better. Oh, exactly what you're saying. It's sort of like, and I don't know, if this happens to you. You're driving around, right? And you're looking for an address or a street sign and you turn down the volume of your car because you I need to focus deal. that much harder. I cannot deal. And maybe that only happens to me, but every time you say something, I got to squint just so I can focus a little bit harder on what you're trying to say <laughs> and to see if I got to clean it up for our listeners. So That's just as bad as me. Like when I send a wink emoji, I naturally wink with it, which I kind of think that's the weirdest and stupidest thing ever, but... Anyway, it is because anybody that says LOL is not LOLing. Listen, so winking when they said the wink emoji. <laughs> and who are you sending these wink emojis to? It's just like if somebody says, you know, I'm checking on you to make sure you're good. I'm like, I'm good. And I'll just send a wink. Like, it's just weird, stupid stuff that I do, but my, <laughs> I naturally wink when I do it like they can see it. And it's just so dumb. But anyway. <laughs> But yeah, so um, we are here to talk, you know, just do a check-in um, with all that's going on with COVID, since he want to correct me. Now he's learning, y'all. <laughs> 19. <laughs> How are you coping with it? How's everything going for you? Because you're in the, the Philly area. You know, for those who may not be in the Philly area, you know, can you give any details as far as how they are handling things in that particular area? Yeah, so um, it's funny. So uh, I think last week... Um, they only closed a certain amount of businesses, but barbershops and salons and stuff like that were still open. Mm-hmm. So I think was well, I think for the second conversation on Wednesday, I finally went to get my hair cut because I was looking like Martin when he was in that temple. <laughs> Y'all know that episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the very next day, they announced that um, they were closing all salons and barbershops. And I was like, I'm glad I got my hair cut because... 
I would not be posting any videos or any selfies until that thing got chopped. Um, <laughs> so right now, the only thing open is quote unquote essential businesses, um, grocery stores, laundromats, um, hardware stores, uh, gas stations. So anything that's quote unquote life sustaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, my local my, my corner store is still open, so I'm still getting my sandwiches and my hoagies and stuff like that. Oh, that's good. I didn't know that um, that laundromats would be considered an essential business. I'm very surprised by that because they're telling everybody to quarantine. So I'm thinking if you're at home, you know, you don't have a need to change or wear a whole bunch of different clothes. But I'm also thinking maybe, you know, they're talking about more so um, like underwear and T-shirts and stuff like that. So and bras and stuff for the ladies. Well, some people are home, like, you know, working out and stuff like that. So they still need to wash their clothes. So you sound like you just, you wake up, you put on your day pajamas and put on your night pajamas when the sun goes Listen, I don't need, and I had to pull out pajamas because I don't usually wear them. But I said, I need to feel like I have on some kind of clothes to be working from home. So uh, (laughs) I'll wear them all day and call it um, and just go and roll with it. But I really need to do laundry. So I'm glad that you said that so that. If they decide to lock everything down on this side, um, that um, I would still be able to have that accomplished and get that taken care of. Well, you could always wash the clothes in the bathtub. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. We are we are beyond that. I won't be doing that. I got two full bags of clothes that need to be um, washed. So, no, well, I will not be doing that. Now you got something to do. Now you got something to do. But... Um... <laughs> Because we just went off on a tangent. They're probably annoyed with us already. No, that's what we what always it? do. It keeps them entertained. <laughs> they want to do it. They love it. But like me personally, it's so I, I get a lot of opportunities to work from home anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been using the time to catch up on um, some paperwork for the business, um, some inventory for the cafe that's opening up uh, soon, hopefully. So pause when, there uh, so people don't know. Chris is a natural entrepreneur, so he is um, opening up a cafe. I think, when is the date that you're going to open it up officially? It's going to be a Borgen Cafe tentative now with, uh, what do you call it, COVID? No, you call it COV. Oh, now you want to be funny and switch back? <laughs> <laughs> tentative October 1st. It's going to be a Borgen Cafe in Philly. Um, and if you're interested, it's Haven Philly. So check us out on uh, Instagram, Haven PHL, Twitter, Haven PHL and our website is havenphilly.com. It's uh the second business I've opened in what year is this? In the last six years. Yes. So, so I'm excited about that. Don't take the t- uh, the monotone of my voice for a lack of excitement. I'm <laughs> <really> excited. <laughs> He's just naturally like that, y'all. Um I am the one that's extra. He's the one that's real more chill, but <laughs> it worked. <laughs> But how have you been coping with, you know, the COVID-19? So you said you get the opportunity to work from home often. So I'm assuming you're doing more of that now. But how are you handling being in the house often? Because you're more of a intro, uh, extrovert than you are an introvert. Would you say that you are an, um, an actual extrovert? I, honestly, I say I, um, I am an, I'm an introvert. I am an introvert. But I can sort of code switch to be an extrovert when I need to. Oh, so you're um, an because. So that means you can do you're extroverted and introverted at the same time. So you can be either one. Look at you teaching me shit. Oh. Yeah. That's how you know the world coming to an end. Right? <laughs> like, 
but you i mean uh, you know i do a lot of work in like um social justice and fundraising and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so i need to be an extrovert at times when i'm asking people for their money um and so that's when i can turn it on and off but push come to shove i would love to be at home uh on the couch as much as i can just watching tv and just socializing with people from a distance as we're (laughs) forced to do right now which is dope yeah because you're typically on the go and um always doing something or have a new project or something to do so this is a really good opportunity for you to just chill out and, and chillax for a little bit. And it's been, I think that's been a big thing for a lot of people is that it gives them the opportunity to decompress, even though it's really scary right now with um, not knowing if you're going to get it or where it is. And the news will scare the hell out of you. And so will social media because everybody's posting like every few minutes um, and all the updates with the bills and all kinds of crazy stuff. But some people um, are, are taking the perspective of I get the chance to be more at home with my family more. Um, I get to help my kids out with, with, with school and they start not feeling that way. They probably don't feel that way after a couple of days. But, you know, <laughs> they get to be home, you know, with their loved ones more and interact and um, connect in a way that they probably haven't been able to do before. Or for people like like us, the single people um, that live at home alone for the most part. Well, I live at home alone, but. You know, I, I just get the chance to just relax and, and not have to worry about getting dressed and going to work and pouring out so much more, so much energy of myself from my audience um, as a facilitator. So I'm enjoying that piece of it. But it does have its moments where I'm like, listen, I got to get out of here, get out of here, even if it's just for an hour or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it, <clears throat> I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that um, one of the, the glimmers of hope, how much community and 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 connection that this is forcing us to mm-hmm. do um for me this is the longest i've been home um i think it's been like two weeks since i've not been on the road and it's been so <laughs> weird like i think we did share with you that i purchased a house back in october mm-hmm. and so far in 2020 i've literally been in more hotel rooms than i have been <laughs> at home um so like I'm, you know, unpacking some boxes that's been hanging out in the basement and doing that kind of stuff. But it's weird that I can't just, you know, you know, book a flight somewhere or I had several trips planned up this week alone. Like I was supposed to be leaving on Friday to go to. Mexico. Yeah, because you hit me up, asked me that I want to go. And I took money. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, but to get back to what you're saying, like and I, and I hope that people are taking time to slow down to pause because honestly for a lot of people it's really a a scary time um unfortunately i can share with you guys that i had to lay off my employees uh this week because the the income just wasn't coming in so having those difficult conversations with them it it will be hard to sit there and try to relax and to um breathe when you don't know when that next check is coming in so um it, it you're getting it from all angles and all sides you know some people are connecting some people are panicking some people are uh building community and some people are just praying you know and that's the thing because i've been and that's one of the things that i've been doing is is doing more praying i, I pray all the time yeah. but i'm not one of those deep prayers you know where i got to be on the floor spitting and crying and speaking and doing a whole bunch of extra no god i need you, god i need you to do this i talk to god very like i would talk to anybody else now i don't cuss at god but, you know, uh, <laughs> but I talk to God from a real place. So it's like 
of God, you got to you got to make this go away. You know, you know, heal the burden. You know, this is going to be a big burden to a lot of people. God, you got to make a way to make this, you know, ease the burden of these people that unfortunately don't have the benefit of um, like you and I being able to work from home and still get a check. You know, so yeah, it's it's really, you know, scary from that perspective or just knowing that a lot of from what I'm hearing is that a lot of people that are being impacted the most are people with low immune systems or elderly. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, cover those people, you know, cover those nursing homes, cover those um, hospitals, those workers that are, um, you know, working day in and day not on, um, and night to make sure everybody's okay, not even just from the coronavirus, but from any and all things, you know, so, and shout out to everybody that's working in the, the health um, community, you know, we applaud you, we thank you, we appreciate you, you know, your hard work and your hours, you know, but I, that's, you know, that's part, that's what my prayer has been, you know, and for people to just use more wisdom, because it's been going around, a lot of people are just not taking it seriously enough, which is why it keeps spreading. Yeah, and and that, and that's why I, <laughs> I'm I, I'm actually one of them. I think I texted you the other day when I was out there playing mm-hmm. tennis. Um, but keeping like t- tennis is a sport you have to play far apart. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's not like you were catching the ball in your mouth or anything <laughs> like that. So, just but you're touching taking that precaution. The ball. Yeah, but you're touching. And honestly, this thing is changing day by day because um, they just announced like um, you only go outside if you're like running or walking, pretty much clearing up all the playgrounds yeah. and shit like that. Because people were out there playing ball and riding their bikes and playing tennis, and they were just like, um, they shut down that uh, aspect of of the city. But to me, I don't think it's enough. And I I know I probably have an unpopular opinion. They've been pussyfooting around this. Shut everything yeah, down. I agree. Just shut everything down. You know, we see we've seen the videos. Of what's going on overseas in like Italy and stuff like that? They had a mandatory shutdown for thirty days. And I don't know the statistics as far as like the um, the rate of people contracting the virus, but if you are serious about limiting physical contact, shut yeah. everything down. That's the only way to get it under control. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm I'm I that's one of the things that I can appreciate about social media is that I've been seeing different posts of helping people to get the perspective of why it's important to quarant- self quarantine. And I didn't, and I I yeah. really knew the importance of it, but being able to see it visually makes an um a great like a big perspective i think i put it on our instagram page on our story for people to be able to see but also on my personal um instagram page i put it up there and it was just like karen goes out and she goes to the um goes to a restaurant and she breathes in what somebody else has done and touches or something and then she goes to meet go to a party to meet and there's 30 people in there now she's infected 30 people and then those 30 people disperse and go to different areas. Now, thousands are being impacted. And it's like, yeah, that's how it's spreading so widely because people are out and about opposed to just staying in the house, even though we hate to do it. Yeah. And we're in a, in a society where everybody wants to, you know, be amongst friends and family members. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you got to still think about the impact of how you can you being out there breathing and or touching somebody at a party and they're going home to be with somebody that doesn't have a spleen, therefore they can easily contract that and be sick and die. You know, not thinking, not forward thinking is what I think a lot of people just aren't doing. Well, it's funny you talk about social media. If you guys don't follow Anthony's personal social media page, you are missing (laughs) out on something like it's a real treat. 
So you know how you click on someone's story and at the top it has an indicator of how many uh, <laughs> stories there are? I've never seen so many dots on somebody's story. <laughs> Look, the funny part is and I I'm the physically same thing. I say, saying, you have never posted this much on your story. You bored. You are really bored. And I physically say, I'm not watching all of these <laughs> damn videos. <laughs> but hey, if you guys are bored and you need to be entertained, definitely follow his uh, Instagram because he's. He gives you a little bit of singing, a little bit of praise, a little bit of goofiness. Um, it's just a small microcosm of what he's like <laughs> behind the scenes. And he's not acting at all. That's his usual clown man self. Um, and we love him for it. But... I feel like this is a hit, this is kind of hidden shade. Like it's just like underlying shade, <laughs> behind what you're saying. But I'm gonna let it pass. I'm gonna it's let you live not... this time. Just let me I'm be crazy. After I knock your head off. Let me be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so it's um I've been doing a lot of self-quarantine and like it's we haven't had a lot of cases in my county, um, but mm-hmm. in North Carolina as a whole, it has been growing um, as far as the overall number. So I'm I'm the type I'm not trying to be sick. I'm I don't like to be sick anyway because I don't like people. To t- I'm very much mm-hmm. a very independent person where I don't ask for people to come take care of me. So I'll be suffering in silence by myself. So and I don't really want to deal with that at all. Um, and just forward thinking, I don't, I wouldn't want my family to be impacted because my mother would be the first one trying to catch a flight and get sick or drive all the way down here to take care of me or stress me out because she's so concerned and worried about me. So rather than to deal with all that, I'm keeping my ass in the house, you know, as much as I possibly can, even though I want to go out at least for an hour or two or something, you know, to just get some fresh air or whatever, I got to do what I got to do to make sure that I'm not impacting anyone else. So it's just a really scary time. And a lot of people, I think it's getting really bigger because people just have so much fear um, around it. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. So let me ask you this. You're saying and you're being quarantined. Um, what are you watching these days? Because you texted me the other day talking about, did I change our Netflix? Mind you guys, this is really his Netflix and I'm just bumming it off of him. <laughs> um so I had to figure when I when whenever I'm part of it, it becomes us. It's never a uh, you anymore. It's it's just, it's a us. It's a we. It's a partnership. <laughs> That's what I'm okay. realizing. Um, but no, I watched the um, self-made uh, Madam C.J. Walker story. Um, I watched that. Um, not story. Mm-hmm. It was a series. I keep saying movie and story, but it was a series. Uh, I think it was like four part. So I got to watch that. That was really good. Very insightful. Um, and it's really interesting that that came out because I said during Black History Month, I realized that there were a lot of things about our history that I really don't know about. And I wanted to educate myself more. So being able to see that was really good to have that perspective. And, you know, I'm really on this kind of natural hair journey and um, in regards to that. So it was really good to see where we have come from in reference to hair and our culture and what has been said about our hair and the difference between um, full-on African-Americans and, you know, the mulattoes of the world and the difference in the hair and um, the, the difference in reference to what people consider to be pretty hair based on if you were all black or if you had, or you were mixed, you know, so that was good. And um, just the perspective of a grind, you know, working hard for what you believe in, believing in your products, marketing, um, you're not letting not letting people or anything stand in the way of your dreams and, and your goals and aspirations and visions. So that was good. Um, I am stuck on Black Lightning. 
Like, I started watching it when it first came out, <laughs> but, bruh, I am hooked now. Anybody who doesn't know me, I am a superhero nerd. So I like Avengers. I like Marvel movies. I like MCU. I like DCC. Is DC? No, DC. Universe. Like, anything that talks wow. about people who have special powers, I'm all in. So I um, CW, I like all that kind of stuff. Um, vigilantes and all that good stuff. So I've been watching... I like the Flash. I like Flash. I like Arrow. I like um, it was a couple of shows that used to come on that don't come on anymore. Um, so, I, but I've been binge watching um, Black Lightning. I've been watching that straight on. I actually paused it before I um joined you. Um, so I've been watching that. I said I wanted to get into Game of Thrones since everybody talked about that, and that's completely off the show. Um, off now. But um, I wanted to get into that. I'm only on episode one, so I got a long way to go because it's like eight seasons. Um, of course, I'm still watching our show. This is us, and um, I, I love the Good Doctor. So staying on top of those shows, um, I watched The Witcher, that was on HBO the first season. I watched that; that was dumb good. Um, and I'm kind of keeping track of other things that people are talking about that they're watching. If I could get involved and like yeah. it, I'm trying to see if I'm gonna get into Love Is Blind, but I'm I feel like it's gonna annoy me. So I'm like, because mm. everybody, <laughs> I never watch when everybody else is talking about it. It's when I decide to go forward, yeah. and I thought about watching Power, cause, but I've only watched maybe two episodes of that. I never kept up with that. I wasn't on that wave. Okay, so if you if you watch Power, I watch Power with you. I okay, then we Power. might have to do that then. Maybe. Um, it came out around the same time as Empire, so I felt like it was like one of those uh, either or situations. Yeah. Um, and I leaned towards Empire, even though I stopped Me watching too. that a long time ago as well. But yeah, if you start watching Power, I'll watch that. Yeah. So yeah, I've been binge watching the shows and listening um, to music. And you know, one thing I've really been enjoying during this quarantine, I have, you talked about my stories. I have never seen so many people go on live on Instagram in my damn life. It seems like in the middle of the day, it's mm -hmm. at least 20 people on live at the same time. But what I'm really appreciating is, yeah. you know, music artists that are doing like their own little personal live concerts of singing their songs and other people's songs and covers and stuff. So dope. I love it. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, and I talked about this, we talked about this off the air. Uh, the D Nice uh, live club quarantine was crazy. Um, there was just, I forget the number, but it was really just to see people connecting and vibing over music, um, which is a uh, a thing that brings all together yeah. naturally anyway, but especially during a time like this. Um, but yeah, like I would love to watch the Madam C.J. Walker thing. It's been on my list. Mm -hmm. I just haven't watched it yet. Um, but to go back to, you said Black Lightning, uh, random fact, there's a guy who plays on that show that's my next door neighbor anisa here in philly um is it i've a never girl seen the show i don't know i don't know that's it's a, a dude I don't know. but it's a girl on there that um is a main character and she's from philly too she's from west philly so she probably still lives there too oh wow. okay um the only thing i've really watched uh uh little fires everywhere with carrie that's Washington. on my she's list is it good it I, so okay. far I love it, um, so far I love it. It's but it's one of those unraveling stories which I really appreciate. I hope she cries for real. So in this it'll one, keep that last one where she was had the face all tore up and they made the memes. And there was no tears coming. 
Y'all are gonna stop attacking Kerry Washington. <laughs> that is the funniest meme ever. Like, like, and I was looking. I was like, why should I? If you think about it, if you think about it, who has a cute crying face true. anyway? Like, it, it, it could be worse. It could be Viola Davis, like snot. And She's doing stuff too much. Like She's, she needs to so get that like, together because she needs to. Because <laughs> she was two seconds from blowing a bubble out her nose, so she just needs to get that under <laughs> under wraps some kind of way because that is just uncalled for. Wipe that off. I know she felt it. I know she could have easily used her sleep or something, and she just kept talking. I'm like, okay, Viola. Um, the other thing I want to watch, I, I I think I told you I love government spy espionage stuff, so I want to watch uh, Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. I think that is with uh, I can't think of his name. The guy that plays Jim on The Office. I don't, Why can't I don't I think watch of his Office. Name? Oh, you need to watch the office. Get your life together. I got plenty of time um, to get into new shows. They haven't shut us down yet, but it's coming. Oh, I'm glad you said that. So let me tell you, and I think my uh, Game of Thrones fans will agree. I've seen every episode of that series. I cannot tell you what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people and so many moving parts. And you, you'll be introduced to a character in episode one in season one. And then they show up again at season three. You're supposed to remember who the hell he was or why you hate him or why you love him. And I'd be like, well, who's that? Like, See, and that's, that's what confused me about the show already. Because I'm like, wait a minute, who's... Now, how are they connected to this person? And mind you, episode that's one... How I, yes, that's how I felt in season one. eight. <laughs> and, uh, you need a notebook and you need a, a flowchart. Just... You need something on the wall with the characters that you draw in line. Listen, I'll be stressed and get carpal tunnel all at the same time. I'm like, I can't have it. I just need to watch <laughs> the visual part or something, but not understand the story because clearly there's too much going on already. But I, I actually, I don't know if you like Game of Thrones. It doesn't fall in line with your usual. But it does kind of sort of because it almost reminds me of um, medieval times, like Lord of the Rings type stuff. And I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, it was like that shit you dragged me to when we were in Mexico. I don't. But, um, first of all, you made the decision to do that, and I went along. Okay. Yeah, I don't sound know. right. I know you were mad at me because my <laughs> you were mad because my camera died. I, I couldn't get dumb. pictures Who of the show. Who comes to an event where they're gonna have live <laughs> entertainment and stuff with no phone? Like, what are you doing with your life? I, I still don't I'm know still where you're mad over again. Don't talk about it. Like, I think I had a few pictures. I didn't have many because my phone was on life support too, so I can't really say nothing. Oh man! Um, but everything else, I'm so. Oh, I finally watched Goodfellas. Not, that is, is that a movie on Netflix? Yeah, it's it's an old school. Like we'll say early '90s. Um, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. I like um, Robert De Niro. It's like a mobster. Is that where he killed everybody? No, that's uh-huh. what am I thinking about? That's not the gangster movie. That everybody watches, all the hood people watch. I don't know what movie it is. Oh, Al, yes. um, with Al Pacino. That's a different um, movie. I don't know. Terrible. We're about to get a black movie. car taken. Clearly, we're supposed to have watched we it. We are not. Because <laughs> everybody. Yo, listen, on the wall in the bedroom. That's is what it, it is. Never seen okay. it. <laughs> Never seen it. it. And I have no intention of doing it, so I don't care if you want to take my black card, take it. Me I know how to play spades. Let's see. I'm actually about to get an online, a quarantine <laughs> kids, online space right tournament going. 
I'm telling you. We're about to get this online quarantine spades tournament Listen, going. Something got to happen. But yeah, so um, but this whole quarantine, I've been doing good. They haven't shut us down yet. They um did make the announcement that um salons and barbershops are gonna be shut down effective tomorrow. So um after I think after tomorrow evening, I think around five o'clock or something like that. So that's gonna be shut down. And I have a lot of friends that are in the cosmetology world. So, you know, I'm I'm praying for them and I'm letting them know if they need anything. If I have it, you know. Um, feel free to reach out but um i think it's coming down the wire that we're going to eventually be shut down for um an extended period of time so while they try to figure out more information that's dealing with um COVID 19 and then how to contain it and or fix it or whatever the case may be so more to come on that well i know the state of virginia already announced that the school year yeah i saw that i saw that um happen i think they're also doing it in delaware too yeah, so if that's any indication of how long they think this thing's going to last. Yeah, We're looking scary. at the summertime. Like, even down here, they're doing, like, virtual schooling. Um, but I was mm-hmm. talking to one of my best friends yesterday, um, my godfather's mother. And, my godfather's mother. My godson's mother. And my oldest <laughs> godson is only six. But they have them doing, like, a virtual check-in for two hours. I'm like, he's six. He's not going to sit there and want to listen to that or whatever the case may be, I understand the importance of why they're doing it. I think it's more for the, the the teachers to say that they're doing something and that they're engaged in there. But at the same time, like, they're six. They can't sit there and watch y'all on camera all the, for two hours and sit still. They can do that for 10 minutes. Right. But I do appreciate the fact that they are going to all different links to say that they're still an asset um, to the parents as they're going through this kind of transitional period because they're not used to teaching their kids. A lot of parents, a lot of parents are very far removed from their children when it comes to schooling. And I have a lot of teacher friends and they'll say all the time how parents will come up to the school acting a fool and talking about my kid didn't do this and my kid said that, but they have no idea how their child truly is on a day-to-day basis most of the day because the teachers have them for most of the day. So it's, I think it's a good experience for the parents to get to see how their children really are, um, but also have the opportunity to, coach and develop and get more involved <clears throat> yeah i think they're doing the same thing up here well not in philly i know some of my jersey friends who are teachers um talked about the virtual mm-hmm. learning environment um but yeah it's it's really all justifying that hey i Facts. still need to check because <laughs> they got me working from home they said listen we're changing all of our in-person trainings to virtual so um, y'all gonna have to do WebExes, figure out what you can do to make it work because these people still gotta learn their job, which I completely get. But they, my company has been um, very, very supportive during this um, time frame to say, if you can work from home, work from home. People that don't, that don't have the availability to work from home, let's see how we can make it happen. So the world is doing a lot to make sure they're protecting um, the people in a lot of different ways. And there's some other stuff that ain't really working on a poli- from a politic perspective. Um, that isn't for the benefit of the people, but um, there are a lot of companies that are doing extra things to really make sure that people feel supported. And I think that's a really, really good thing. Right. Cool. So how are you staying connected? I know we talked about, you know, you're reaching out to people and just doing your FaceTime sessions. So what are you doing to keep community being that you That's interesting. Um, I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> Um, I've just been having conversations, um, 
I am very much a conversationalist. I don't like small talk. I don't like a little drive-by conversation. It just gets on my nerves. So if you're going to be drive-by, just let, let me make it quicker. Let me drive by quicker than you. Um, but um, <laughs> I've been having some really in-depth conversations. Like today is my sister's birthday. So she and I had um, a conversation about some things that she is going through. And um, she's filing for divorce. I'm going to tell her business. So she's filing for divorce from her husband um, um, who is on drugs. So um, and has been for a long period of time. So that's a, a hard place to be in. And she's alone most of the time, and uh, except for with my niece. So she's going through a transitional period, but she's in a good space, which I love. It's given her a lot of time to self-reflect. Um, <clears throat> and same thing with another friend of mine. Um, she is really getting a lot of breakthrough um, through our conversations about childhood trauma, things we've talked about, you know, you and I have talked about on the podcast here and um, just in regular conversation as well, where I am being the support um, for a lot of people just from a standpoint of release, but also giving them perspective in regards to whatever it is that they're dealing with. Cause my sister's very hard headed and stubborn. And there's some things that she wants to do conversation wise with a lot of people as she's going through her healing journey of traumas from her childhood that she's that I brought to light to her today. I'm like, you're still dealing with that from which happened 30 years ago. Let's let's talk about it. Right. You, need to, you need to deal with that. Same thing with my homegirl. She's we were talking about love and love languages and relationships and and not just in a romantic setting, but family and friends where she didn't even realize that, you know, a part of her mindset of always being on survival mode is coming from some childhood trauma that she dealt with um, that she's still carrying and hasn't let go of. And these are people that are um, in their 40s and 50s, you know, that I have really amazing conversation with um, and, and have good relationships with that are still dealing with childhood traumas at their age that they didn't even realize. So I'm giving a lot of perspective that way and really helping people on their healing journey and what I'm realizing is that it's helping me in my own internal um, um, self journey that I'm doing with for healing and dealing with things from my past and even current things. So I'm just really trying to stay connected to me and what I'm trying to do for myself. And I'm also seeing the benefits of it for me, but not only just for me, but for other people, too. And I think um, the one thing to to note, and you were talking about people that are a little bit older than us in our 40s and our 50s, there's really no timeline when it comes to healing. And if you think about the healing process, it's really, it's like we are layered. We're so layered and so complicated that every layer you pull back, we'll just say it's a death of that ideal. So when you think about death, you have to go through the the grieving, the mourning and everything like that. And next, um, whatever those steps are. And then you're back to another layer. So it's constantly peeling these layers and mourning these deaths that can take some time. Um, so <clears throat> that's one thing I, I try to keep in mind when I'm reminding myself about my... Um, no, it was sneeze? a... Um, I got a tick on the back of my throat. I don't know what it is. It ain't Corona. It ain't the Rona. Um, but I had dairy. Oh, dairy produces mucus. <laughs> so mucus is just kind of building up and I just need to blow my nose or something. But go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um... But yeah, so, and we say, I feel like we say this every episode, but it's worth repeating. Like, just be patient with Mm -hmm. yourself when it comes to healing. Because it's, it's, 
it, it, it's it's a journey and, and 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 it's difficult and it's hard but the other side and i'm going to put him on blast oh, anthony had a breakthrough this <laughs> week y'all um uh caught himself falling into old patterns of just being in his own head and dealing with his own emotions and about um something we're working on for the podcast and he called himself and he rectified the situation he, wrote, he reached out to me I almost said he wrote out it to me. <laughs> Yo, I need to get out. Um, he reached out to me, and we had a genuine conversation about his concerns and everything like that. So, um, yeah, just wanted to shout you out, and I told you I would do that because it's we had to acknowledge these small victories. You know, it would have been easy to fall back into oh, oh, and uh, difficult patterns. But when you're trying to be better, you just got to catch yourself, take your breath and say, no, I'm not going to do it this way anymore. So um, we talked about it. He, you know, fussed me out a little bit, but we healed from it. And we hear we we hear bringing y'all some new content and some new stuff that. Yeah, we have um, some some really good things coming along. But one thing I got to say before, you know, we wrap up is that I really appreciate Chris because. For those who don't know Chris, Chris is a really, really good friend. And I can't say that about about a lot of people. And Chris and I have only been in each other's life, what, two, three years now? Um, but he's such a good yeah. friend because I realized with the situation that we had this week was that I was hypersensitive and emotional because of a passion that I had for what we do here um, for The Secrets Are Killing Us. And because I am passionate, it was because of the I'm not going to tell y'all what the situation was but <laughs> because of what the situation was um my perspective was off but I had to check myself and say before you respond like how you want to think about the person that you are having the beef with think about you know what you know they stand on think about the track record that Chris has had with you over the past 2 3 years which has been nothing but positive energy support and love so think about who he is as a person before you react or respond the way that you want to. And I had to, I had to check myself and be like, Chris has never given me a reason to think negatively about him. He has given me nothing but positive track record. And I had to really check myself and say, you need to chill out and realize that you are just emotional. And it's a good emotion because you care about you know, yeah, was. this platform, because I, y'all, we really care about this platform and it's not just something to just be doing, um, but we really are passionate about the healing of others and ourselves. You know, we care about real conversation. So we both have a passion about it, but I discovered that I have more of a passion for it than, than I, that I knew. And it came out in an emotional way. And even though I was telling him, <laughs> you know, how I felt, I was trying to be very cautious of my wording and my my attitude and my tone toward it. And he just listened. And not only did he just listen, but he acknowledged my feelings as a friend and even said, you know, you know, I hear where you're coming from with that. And sometimes that's all that some people need when there's something going on. But not only did he do that, he also gave me his perspective where we do like we do now because we had a conversation about it and was even supportive of the fact that you know, I had a growth moment and he acknowledged it. I was like, oh yeah, maybe it was a growth moment. I didn't 
I didn't run away from it the was. conversation <laughs> because it was uncomfortable. I I ran to it. I started yep. off by saying no. But I was like, you know, nah, I don't need to talk about it. But um, I, I did need to have the conversation and he allowed me to have that conversation and be free. I really, 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 really loved that about him. So Chris is that's my uh, Oh God. If I had emotions, I would cry. Both, we both waterheads anyway, so <laughs> so um thank you for that. And and I'm glad we we're moving past that. I'm sure we're gonna have knowing your fiery personality, <laughs> we're gonna have more conversations in the future. Um, just <laughs> about you just going off the rail about some random shit. But um, any, no, any last um, thoughts for our listeners? The only thing I want to say to everybody is just be safe. Please take this seriously. You know, make sure that you are yeah. quarantining. Make sure that you're protecting not just yourself, but those um, around you that you know and don't know. You know, this is a big thing. But also while you are self-quarantine use this time to connect use this time to connect with your family your family your friends i was even on instagram yesterday and oprah mm-hmm. said this is the first time she's ever facetimed you know family members because she just doesn't do it um but it's giving her the opportunity to connect um with even loved ones on a different level so spend time doing that um create that business plan follow through with that vision that you may have been thinking about doing for a long period of time but you never put forth the effort to do it and my pastor has been preaching on um do something don't just talk about it do something and this is the great a great opportunity to really um put your foot forward with getting some things done that you have been putting off or been afraid to to try so um definitely do that um love one another support one another um during this time frame is is what i definitely want to say um how about you Does no, that mean you're going to be working on that single, single you promised us? <laughs> you can't do a single from home. You try. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I'm going to echo everything you said. It's just, um, yeah, just, they call it social distancing. I really wish they would call it physical distancing because uh, you can create exactly. a social connection without being physically close to people. Um, with, with FaceTime, with Zoom, with WhatsApp, with Skype. Um, even with email, with phone conversations, like um, there are people in the world who mm. it, think about if your love language is physical touch and how much you're suffering right now. Um, there are people that need to be touched right now, and even if not in a physical way, just think about those people, think about those friends. And and even if you can't go outside sometimes, take part of the day to go inward. Um, a lot of internal struggle, struggle, a lot of internal struggling is happening right now. So uh, listen to your body, listen to your mind and more than ever pay attention if you're feeling sick like take the necessary precautions to protect yourself and protect those around you um but now more than ever you know life is a great teacher um and now more than ever is a time to um look at yourself and assess and take some time because we're all just waiting <coughs> to to heal and to know what you need to do to heal it's from that t- it's so literally a t- you keep coughing you make me nervous now i'm glad and i haven't drank any water today <laughs> All I had was some kombucha, so I haven't really had anything to eat or drink um, of substance today. Um, just have a little bit of milk. Um, but yeah, so echoing that, um, yes, yeah, stay safe, guys, um, and enjoy the rest. 
Um, for those of you that are at home, a lot of y'all are on the go all the time yes. or work multiple jobs. Enjoy the time to just rest and, and be present. So um, that's my biggest thing. Um, also, make um, we are have some announcements coming up, some good news coming along. Chris and I have been doing a lot of brainstorming um, and a lot of our good close friends um, have been involved with um, new things that we want to do with this platform, with the Secrets Are Killing Us podcast. So be on the lookout. Um, we have an announcement coming up this Friday. So make sure that you stay engaged with our Instagram page, The Secrets Are Killing Us. Um, make sure that you keep um, with the conversation. If you have a topic that you want us to talk about um, or that you want to share in, if you want to be a, a co-host for an episode about something that you're passionate about, send us a message. You can send it to The Secrets Are Killing Us Instagram page or the Facebook page. You can message us directly on our Instagram platforms. You can even email us at thesecretsarekillingus at gmail.com. That's another way that you can um, get into the conversation <laughs> so that we can continue to grow this platform so that everybody can have that healing. But yeah, we're doing a lot of different things, um, some a lot of good stuff that are coming down the pipeline um, for this um, platform so that we can continue on with our brand, continue on with our our vision, our goal for this um this podcast. So be on the lookout. So Friday, set your alarms to check us out. Friday, most likely around noon. So be on the lookout for that. Anything else? All right, well sign us off. No, that's it. I'm good. All right. Stay beautiful Bye, people. We'll talk to you next time.